Around Wolfpack Nation, thank you all so much for tuning in here for a crazily exciting episode here. Again, I think this is one that, that to me is much needed is much overdue and I'm much excited for. It. And I know, I know Greg obviously is wearing his Wolfpack club uh, shirt. Uh, you know, one of the <laughs> biggest supporters out there. I mean, again, you always got to point out his background for those who are tuning in with us on YouTube. Uh, so again, we are so excited to welcome the executive director of the Wolfpack club, Ben Broussard. Uh Ben, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, guys, I really appreciate you having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so Ben, I mean, obviously, you know, kind of the goal of today, really, for those who are, who are tuning in with us, you know, kind of what this is for, really. First of all, you know, you you had joined us back in 2020, obviously taking over for the legendary Bobby Purcell, again, that, you know, was a part of, was the executive director for over 30 years. Um, so definitely big shoes to fill for sure. And but so I figured basically kind of starting off, we'd like to kind of just again, kind of learn a little bit about you in terms of kind of what brought you into state, things like that, and then just kind of talk some Wolfpack Club, you know, things in terms of like what are the future goals, things like that. So kind of starting off, you know, so I know from uh, your background, you, you came to us from the University of Colorado. And before that, actually, you were with LSU, uh, where you actually graduated from as well. So so what was kind of the road like? And then, um, you know, because if I'm not mistaken, the Colorado was your first basically job as the executive director of, of the of the fan club, correct? That's right. You know, 100%. Um, you touched on a few things there that I think we should talk about. First thing is you mentioned Bobby Purcell. Um, so my relationship with Bobby Purcell started about 10 years before I took this job. Really? Um, in our business, he's pretty well known as the godfather, right? I mean, there's a lot of people that do what I do that worked under Bobby at some point in time. And so I've sat next to Bobby at, you know, 20 conventions where he told me, you know, how amazing the Wolfpack Club is, how amazing NC State is and how great our fan base was. Um, so when they started recruiting for me for this job, Bobby, Bobby never called me, but he didn't have to. I mean, he had spoke to me for years and years and years about what it was like to be a Wolfpacker and what it was like to live in Raleigh, North Carolina. Right. I've got two cousins that live in greater Raleigh, North Carolina. And so when I told them I had this opportunity, it's almost as if they passed out a the Chamber of Commerce speech to tell everybody about why this is the best place in America to raise a family. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd been interested in this job for a long time. But you're right. Me and my wife both went to LSU. We met there. We graduated from there. And then I worked there for 13 years. My last job, vice president of development, which is essentially, um, you know, the person in charge of all fundraising, but not the president of the organization. Um, we left LSU um, 2016, 17 went to Colorado. Uh, we needed to experience something different. You know, in our business, you have to see other things to grow, right? You have to know how to do things in a different environment. So we went there and we had a great three years there. Um, but when we got the phone call about this place, I mean, this is, uh, I heard people say it and I've now experienced it for two years. I mean, we genuinely have, um, I'd say the most rabid fans in America. I mean, our people, what happens for Wolfpack Nation, I mean, it matters, right? It, it, yeah. it, it genuinely matters. The SEC has that st- standing that says that saying that says it matters more. But I promise you that NC State, it matters to us as much as it does to anybody in America. So we've been here for the last two years and loving every bit of it. Hey Amen. I think you hit it right on the right on the head there, Ben. So absolutely, just praise praise that praise that to the high to the highest for sure. Um, so you know the question which I have though, you know for sure is obviously again, you know a lot of people could say you, you know like for example with Debbie Al, you know that we were very spoiled, you know having her as an athletic director for sure, and same thing with Bobby Russell, we were very spoiled having him as an executive director for sure. Um, you know to have somebody that was so committed and loyal to stay like he was. Um, so, I mean, you know, you kind of mentioned, you know, obviously, you know, we're going to probably, uh, you're, you know, we'll have 
two kids probably that will probably make an appearance here and there. Maybe uh, you kind of hear them in the background as well. Um, and you had mentioned as well, again, how great, uh, you know, it is to raise a family in Raleigh. But I mean, for example, I mean, you know, what is your kind of goals? I mean, you know, do you want, I mean, are you somebody that sees yourself, you know, being, you know, somebody that can, that commits to NC state for years, or do you see like, you know, if an opportunity comes back to go, back to your home state of LSU? I mean, like, what's your kind of goals? And again, won't necessarily hold you to it either, but just, you know, just want to kind of get a sense where your head's at. Yeah, man, that's a fair question. Um, and yes, both of my daughters are out in the backyard right now blowing bubbles, so you probably will hear more from them. <laughs> that's okay. Um, no, I mean, I, I love it here. Yeah, I love it here. This is right. a special, special place. Like One of the things that I love about this place is there's a lot of places in America where you know people work really, really hard just so they could have bigger stuff. and But here, people work really hard so they could spend time with their friends and their family, right? I mean, the, the front porch environment of Raleigh, North Carolina means a lot to me, right? I mean, that's that's a thing. Yep. Like your neighbors mean something here. Your friends mean something here. Um, you know, I'll stick around at this place as long as they'll have me, right? I've always Amen. been one of those people, right, that have aspired to – to do as good a job as I possibly can where I am. And then if you happen to get noticed and somebody else wants to talk to you because you do a great job, God bless you. Right. God bless you. You know, the, the you, you mentioned a couple things. You mentioned how great Bobby was and how lucky we are. You mentioned how great we were to have Debbie. But listen, man, don't forget just three nights ago in Las Vegas, Boo was recognized as the athletic director of the year. We're very, very fortunate to have Boo Corrigan here yep. in North Carolina. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. No. Go ahead, Greg. Hey, hey, Ben. So you you came in right at 2020, uh, right as the pandemic was was starting to kick in. Um, how, what kind of challenges did that? Not only learning a new job, but then learning it through a pandemic, and then just trying to steer us through with all of the you know the red tape and the and the potential debt that we were looking at. How how did that affect you? Just getting on board. Yeah, man. So so keep in mind. When I accepted this job, um, I probably I probably knew I was taking this job in March, wrapped up some things in April, and then we hit the road in late May to come this way. Um, you know, three kids, a pregnant wife, you know, and a golden a golden lab. Um, and we drove from from Boulder to Kansas City, Kansas City to Lexington, Kentucky, Lexington, Kentucky to Raleigh, North Carolina. And I lived in a hotel over by the Crabtree Valley Mall for a couple of months. Right. I mean, if it wasn't for Amedeo's and the Waffle House over there, you know, yes. my campus, we didn't have anywhere to eat. Right. Yes. You know? and, 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 and I say all that because um, because, yeah, man, you're right. It was scary. Right. And, and it wasn't so much scary. I mean, I knew it was a pandemic. I knew what I was getting into, but I, I was here a week when Boo and I sat down and Boo said, Hey man, we might not have football. We might have fans for football. We got to figure out a way where we can keep the lights on and not, not even so much keep the lights on. I mean, you find a way to make sure we can raise the money to send our scholarship athletes to school. Right. I mean, we forget right. that, 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 that we were still getting charged their tuition. Right. We had to figure mm-hmm. this out. And so to your point, um, I, and I, I might be making this up, but I don't think I am. Um, I think we were the only power five school that not only didn't lose money, didn't borrow a bunch of money. Right. I, I think when it was all said and done, we came out a couple hundred thousand dollars to the positive. And there, there, there's a reason for it. Mm-hmm. Going to back what I said a minute ago about our fans being the most passionate in the country. Right. I mean, we formed a group called the Guardian Wolves, which helped us raise about six million bucks from some of our better donors. Wow. Um, you guys probably all participated, but we asked all of our fans if we could keep their ticket money with us. Right. And yep. the vast majority of them did. Right. They left their ticket yep. money with us and we used that to pay bills. And then we asked everybody in the Wolfpack Club if we could keep their scholarship donation and roll that forward so that we can continue to pay for our student athletes. You know, all that being said, um, you know, 
schools like LSU, Ohio State, Florida, I mean, they were 30, 40, 50 million dollars in the hole, right? Taking out loans, going into reserves, borrowing money from their campus. Mm-hmm. We didn't do any of that because our fan base stepped up. And listen, I've said this out loud in all the caravans, but I'll say it again for your audience. My former school where I was, where I went to school, where I worked for a while, they ended up there, they ended up going 25, 30 million dollars in the hole because their people asked for some of that money back, right? I didn't have one Wolfpack Club donor ask for their scholarship gift back. Not one. Right. I mean, that's wow. that's 12, 13,000 gifts and people that could have taken that money back or could have at least asked for it. But because because Charlie Bryant and Bobby Purcell did such a good job of having our fan base understand that what they do is important for our people to get a degree. Nobody asked for that money back. And I know a lot of people needed it and nobody mm-hmm. asked for it back. Yeah. No, absolutely. I love that. And again, because just like you said, all it really comes down to, again, it's, it's such a family environment here. Again, I, I think that NC State fans, you know, have a bond that 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 few schools can really uh, claim they have. You know, there's just no doubt that. I mean, especially again, that, that any any fan base that has gone through, you know, obviously having a 30 year drought of no champ- championships, you know, all you got is each other sometimes. You know, you got to fight through it and, and you know, and, and, and be positive together. And, you know, I love to hear that. Again, I think that's a great quote right there, how you didn't have a single Wolfpack Club member ask ask for their money back. That's amazing. Um, and, uh, again, it, it's uh, – and because, again, got to give huge hats off to yourself. And, again, obviously, boo as well, again, just to come into the situation like you did and really just, you know, just go into it head first and, you know, and just, you know, hope that things came out good. And I, I would hope that you would probably say that things came out, you know, amazingly for sure. I mean, you know, I couldn't imagine really a better scenario, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, compared to our peers, we did really, really well. Yes, no, absolutely. Before we continue, I want to take a quick second to tell you about our sponsor, Flatlands Jessup Insurance Group, that has our whole world covered, with agents in five offices throughout eastern North Carolina to help you decide how much coverage you need, offering policies for home and auto, recreational vehicles, commercial, crop, health, life, and employee benefits. They are able to combine options to find a comprehensive solution that works for you. Flatlands Jessup protects the things you love so you can spend less time wearing and more time enjoying them. Find them on Facebook and Instagram at Flatlands Jessup. You can also visit their webpage at www.flatlandsjessup.com. So please make sure to go and check them out. So, so just to have a little bit of light lightness here, literally, you said keeping the lights on. We saw today's new project that was rolled <laughs> yeah. out um, about the uh, the lights, yeah. um, and I know that's something that the Wolfpack Club has, you know, um, their hands in with facilities and all of that. Um, how long have you guys been, you know, working on things like that for Carter Finley, and then, um, you know, some of the things that you might be uh, excited about here in the near future? Because I know there's lots of rumors out there. Yeah, well, so keep in mind that right when Boo got here, because he's, he's a year ahead of me at the state. So right when Boo got here, he started some work on a master facility plan. And, and I would say that he, he probably had Carter Finley, those lights in mind, you know, pretty early on. Um, and I was sitting in my office when they were testing. Our offices are in Vaughn Towers. And yep. I was sitting um, I was sitting in my office when they were testing those lights. And and it was during the day, right? But you could start to see the red flicker, right? You could start to see the red <laughs> flicker. Yeah. And then I haven't seen it in action yet, but I watched the same video that you guys watched. Um, and I've been in some stadiums that have that, right, where you can quickly with those LED lights change the colors and the environment. Tiger Stadium has it. And when you're flying into Baton Rouge, much like you'll see when you fly into Raleigh, um, they, they light it up at night with that red glow or purple in Baton Rouge. And so from, you know, about 30, 40 miles away as you're flying in, you start seeing it off in the distance. And it's yes. going to become a piece of the skyline here in Raleigh. I promise you that. Um, I mean, you've got that. I mean, obviously, you guys are tracking the work that we're doing in baseball, right? Um, we're yep. trying to get to $15.5 million. We're about, I guess, six months into our campaign now. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just at about $11 million. I've got a couple of things in the hopper that'll get us, I think, a little bit past that. You know, I, I hope that um, I can get this. I say I, that we can get this thing done before football season so we can celebrate that success. You know, I see that baseball bat right there behind you, so I know you care. Um, oh, yeah. But from our standpoint, I mean, you'll, you'll see the very same thing in baseball, right? We're going to replace those old static lights with the LED lights. So, I mean, just imagine – um, you know, almost like a scene from the natural, right? When someone hits their next yeah. home run, if it's a night game and you can flash the red and the white lights, you know, you That'd get a big awesome. room in the town. I mean, that kind of stuff makes a difference, right? Mm-hmm. So you're going to see yeah. those upgrades at Carter Finley. Baseball, the first phase, which we've already raised all the money for, you know, new seats in the stands are going to put a new field down because that, that field is too old. It's not draining, right? Um, mm-hmm. New foul poles, brand new scoreboard. Look at the one that Arkansas has, right? And that's what we're looking at at, 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 uh, at Dope. And so, and then Dang, you know, those new nice. lights, and then that that next that next season, assuming that I can do my job and raise the rest of that money, um, is when we get that performance area for our players, right? And so, I mean, if you take a look right now, and and I, I don't say this in any disrespect to our, our stadium, but there's high schools with better facilities that we have for our players right now, right? I mean, it just is what it is. Our indoor mm-hmm. batting cage is not great, right? There, there's no indoor pitching. Um, you know, the, the medical area is not awesome. The locker room is probably smaller than Gibbons. I mean, it just – there's a lot that we need to do, right? And listen, you, you you saw it. You know, this past year we recruited a couple of great players in the transfer portal, and we lost one of them who's a really good player, right? I mean, Tommy transferred. And, and people ask me, like, why would he transfer to LSU? And I tell them, man, I, it's 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 some of that's got to be the facilities, right? Some of that's got to be what, what he gets to train in day in and day out. And once we have what we're going to have next year – I don't think that's going to be near as big an issue, right? Those facilities will be top-notch, plenty good enough to get a kid who grows up in Clayton, North Carolina, who wants to play big league baseball, to stay in Raleigh and to get it done. So there's a lot of stuff coming. We're a good ways there, but we still need some help. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, because one of the things, too, that I wanted to ask you about that I was definitely very curious is I know that obviously NC State over the last 365 days has had some run-ins with, you know, a certain organization that should not be named. And, uh, you know, we've had a lot of fans that have come to us saying, hey, listen, you know, you know, I want to be involved. I want to donate, you know, specifically towards the pack, you know, towards uh, the Doak Field renovations. But, you know, I just want to know, like, you know, what's going on, you know, to, to answer it. Because it seems like that no matter what we're doing, you know, whether, you know, even even though we've done it the right way, that we're still getting – you know, for lack of a better term, screwed. And it's just so like, you know, so because I'm, I'm sure that that's going, I'm sure that you're getting voicemails and emails left and right about stuff like that. So, I mean, you know, what is your typical kind of response, you know, to the, some of those external things that are not really NC State, you know, but affect NC State kind of deal? Well, e- each of them are different, right? I mean, I, let, let's just go all the way back to what happened in Omaha, right? Mm-hmm. You know, what, what happened in Omaha was... It was unfortunate, but listen, we had a rule book going in, right? It told us if you have this many people test positive for COVID, we're going to test them all, right? And if you have a cluster, right, they're kicking you out. Um, You know, what what a lot of people don't know, and I'm sharing his business some, but behind the scenes, I mean, Boo was fighting like hell, right? But I mean, there's, it wasn't a winnable fight, right? There's nothing we could have possibly done other than test positive and test negative, and we just didn't do it, right? It's unfortunate because I think we'd have won a national championship otherwise. Yes. Um, so, So that happened. And so, you know, it's unfortunate, yes. Uh, did we get screwed? I mean, maybe, but there was nobody that had an axe to grind against us. It was just an unfortunate set of circumstances. Yes. Um, the, the the bowl game in San Diego, that's different, right? I mean, that's, that's different. I don't think the NCAA screwed us, but I sure as hell don't think UCLA did us any favors, right? I mean, 
Yeah. Let's just be honest about that, right? I mean, could yeah. they have played that football yeah. game? You're damn right they could have, right? I mean, well, listen, we did, I don't know if you guys saw it, but did you guys happen to watch the the bowl game that LSU played in? They started yeah. a yeah. wide receiver at quarterback, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And, and listen, they 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 got their teeth kicked in by a team they would normally beat, right? But their fans were proud of them. Yeah. Proud of them because yeah. they gave it they gave it their best. Much like we were proud of our guys in Omaha. Right, because they gave it their best. Yep. High flow went three for four. Right, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's that sort of a deal. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, I do think we got screwed for the for the Holly Bowl, but not by the NCA. Right. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. that's a different culprit altogether. Sure. Now, where I do think you might have a little bit of an axe to grind is our women getting sent to Connecticut. Now, yeah, yeah. I, I have yeah. a really hard time in my mind rationalizing any way possible that 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 basketball team gets sent there when Connecticut now has their best player back and they're playing in front of ninety five percent of the fans now. Could we have beat them? Sure. Right? Sure. Yeah. And I've heard Wes say this out loud that, you know, we get to play the ACC finals in Greensboro a lot. Right? And that he's true. That's 100% right. Yeah. But yeah. that one right there didn't sit well with me. No. No. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I would counter Wes there going, well, so does North Carolina. So does Duke. So does Wake Forest. No doubt. Yeah. Uh, Virginia Tech ain't too far away either. So, but yeah, yeah his point's taken yeah. though. No. Sure. Yeah. So, but but focusing, you know, Wolfpack Club, you know, obviously uh, one of the things, one of the recent things that's kind of come up as well is obviously, you know, the new Pack of Wolves collective. And again, pretty much every university I saw ECU recently just started their own collective as well. Um, you know, it, it's a common thing through now, you know, with the NIL, the way it is. So, you know, I, I'm sure, you know, kind of coming off is that, you know, with people that don't really know a lot about the Pack of Wolves, the one of the biggest questions that you hear is, well, so am I supposed to either donate my money to the Wolfpack Club or donate my money to the Pack? of wolves and you know it, it, it's kind of an educational thing there but you know what what's your kind of stance you know when it comes you know to the pack of wolves and, you know and then when people ask you questions such as that you know what's your kind of typical response to it yeah i, I get that question a lot um you know one year ago um it didn't make any difference right we, we didn't need to but now that the ncaa allows it i mean i yeah. think it's mission critical that we could do both but let me say a couple of things if there's mm-hmm. someone out there that says you know, I've got a thousand dollars that I can support NC State with, and currently that thousand dollars goes to the Wolfpack Club. And keep in mind, we use that to send our student athletes to school. But if I can't afford to pay the scholarship bill and send our student athletes to school, the NIL money doesn't do us a whole lot of good. So I tell everybody, if you can afford sure. to do both, you should. You really should, right? I mean, if you've got extra money that you can do above and beyond what you pay for your tickets and your donation and whatnot, then by all means, you should do that, right? Um, I, 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 everybody that's a significant donor or scholarship donor to us, I ask them to at least maintain what they do and then go above and beyond because these days they're both very necessary, right? Very necessary. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. No, again, it, it's a, it, it, it's a, it's an option, which just like you said, you know, that if we are to compete, you know, in the, in in sports in general, athletics in general, that is something that we had to do. Um, it's just really kind of an educational thing. And even, you know, from talking to Packable's people, they understood that it was going to take some time to educate, you know, the public in terms of, you know, what the differences are and then, you know, how to kind of, you know, look at it per se. So absolutely. Um, so with that being said, we'll kind of take a pause right there again. When we'll, 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 uh, in part one right here and we'll pick things up here with part two here but make sure again if you haven't already wolfpack nation if you aren't already a member of the wolfpack club make sure to go and check them out check them out on their website uh and again we can have all the description tests uh, all the 
all the details about that in our description for sure. So that way you can go and check that out. Um, again, there, there's it's reasonable prices. It goes a long way, just like you know Ben said, to supporting our student athletes, our coaches, and again, just the program that we know and love for sure. And if we're, if you want the best for it, then you know if and if you can't afford it, then please by all means, it'd be greatly appreciated. Um, anything else, Ben? At all that I should add in there? I want you know I want to make sure. Anything else I need to add? Yeah, in? No, I, I appreciate the I appreciate the plug and the opportunity. This is what I tell everybody that um, that is an NC State fan anywhere. Um, you know, I, there, there shouldn't be anybody that graduated from NC State that cares about athletics that's not a member of the Wolfpack Club, right? It's one hundred and twenty dollars to be a member, and, and if that's not in the budget, I mean, you can do whatever you need to to do it to support it. Um, you know, our our, our scholarship bill is never going to go down. Right. I mean, it's always going to go up. We're going to need to increase what we do on that annual fund. Um, but just recently, the other day, I was speaking to a guy and he was telling me about his tailgate group. And he said something out loud that there's 32 people that participate in this tailgate and only two of them are Wolfpack Club members. And I said, buddy, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I said, that makes no sense at all. I said, each and every one of you should because you're allowing us to recruit and retain the best student athletes and allow them to get a degree from arguably one of the best public institutions in America. Amen. So from that standpoint, anybody that hears this that's not a Wolfpack Club member, understand that, you know, $1 or $1 million, it's all going directly to supporting educating our student athletes. So I would Amen. implore you to join. Amen. Amen. Love it. Well, thank you all so much again for tuning in for part one here. We'll see you all for part two as we continue this conversation. As always, go Pack, y'all. <laughs>